if you don't open the door, they can't come in, man. Get yeah. me into that. Just, hey, dude, just sh- 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 shut up, man. Just, if you don't open the door, they can't come in. So just shut the fuck up, okay? Just be quiet. They can't come in. Baller Lifestyle Podcast. It's me, Brian Beckner. Uh, this is episode two. I don't, I don't know that we'll keep count, but you know we're only up to two, so I can count at least that many. Um, the first one went okay. I, you know the the technical aspect is a, a struggle for your boy here, but I'm working on it. Uh, the quality, the sound quality wasn't great, but I've I've made some adjustments to my recording rig and hopefully uh, we'll get there pretty soon. I felt like the content was pretty good though. I was genius. I mean, I was my usual self hilarious uh, co-host. Mr. Ed Daly also was very good. How you doing Ed? (laughs) Terrific. Terrific. Outstanding. Um, Along with the, I, I appreciate everybody that's checked out the podcast Gotten a lot of good feedback there. Also starting to do some light blogging at the website, theballerlifestyle.com. So come over, check it out, you know, comment, have fun with it. It's We don't take ourselves seriously. That's sort of the point. So if you want to make fun of me, I encourage that. I'm interested in that. That's That makes me happy. Anybody that wants to bullshit with me, find me on Twitter. Same goes for Ed. Follow Ed, follow me, and interact because this is fun. We're just here to have fun. Uh, we're here to have fun. Uh, today, a few things going on that I want to kick around. Jack Taylor. He's a, you don't know who that is, and I, I would be annoyed by you if you did know who that was. But he's some kid that plays for some college, and I, I don't want to go through my notes because I don't know what college it is. It's Division Three. But you may remember that last season in a Division Three basketball game, he scored 138 points, which was pretty impressive. Although this year, two nights ago or last night, he had 109 points. And through two games this season, he's averaging 90 points per game. So, And I'm, I'm genuinely conflicted about this, and I'd like to flesh it out with Ed and kind of you know, I need to find a way to deal with this information. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Usually I have an opinion right away, but at this point I'm still, I'm not positive what I think about this kid, Jack Taylor. And I want to work that out. I've got some clear thoughts on him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't get him out yet. Save that. Um, some drunk fell off the top deck of, I believe it's called Ralph William. Well, pardon me, Ralph Wilson stadium in Buffalo, uh, nearly killed a guy below him. He's not allowed to come back there anymore, which I feel like isn't a punishment. But we can get into that (laughs) more. Um, Some criminal in New Hampshire commented on a law enforcement Facebook posting about himself and was promptly arrested. And that's – I love dumb crime. This guy is especially dumb because he has tattoos all over his face which is one of my favorite. Like, where's he going to hide? What, 
I don't want to get too much into that yet. We'll talk about that <laughs> later. The Guinness Book of World Records is still a thing. And it, it's as a child, it was a great thing. Uh, it was the best thing. And now I, I'm looking back, I'm a little embarrassed at my love for the Guinness Book of World Records. But I don't think it's just me because they, they've gone over the top with it. There, people are amassing pizza boxes in order to become record holders. And I'm, you know, you grow, you grow some 21 inch fingernails, put your name in the book, but you order Geno's 314 times a year. I, you know, I don't, I, I don't think that's something that we need to reward Guinness. So we can talk about that again, co-host Ed Daly. Ed, how are you feeling after the first episode? How are things with you? I'm feeling great. I think, uh, I think you know, aside from technical uh, difficulties, I think episode one was a uh, uh, just a, a tour de force. If if I had to, if I had to say, I you know, I wish I could disagree with you. I feel like this show would be better if we did disagree often, but <laughs> I, I I simply can't. I think you're absolutely right. It went really well. Both of us sounded outstanding. Um, Sounded. I don't- Sounded really handsome too. I don't know. I don't know. Just came through. Yeah, yeah. big dicks. I was like, I was listening. I'm like, Dude, you big yeah. Dicks. That's all be... I could think the whole time. Big cocks on those guys. It must be hung like orangutans. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that, I think it went well. Um, I don't know if you checked it out. I did at the website. I did do a blog post today, and it was about my man Frank Stallone. Did you happen to check that out? Ed? I did. I did, and it seems like it's it's begging me to hire him for New Year's Eve. He like. I don't like you used to be a Wall Street guy, so that's like an easy like. If some guy on Wall Street got uh, some good coke one night in Manhattan and was partying a little bit and saw that eBay listing. I feel like it would be easy to pull the trigger on the Frankster plus expenses. Sure, out to the Upper East Side to to ring in the new year what do you think i i agree i mean i actually knew some people that sort of on a whim hired biz Marquis to, to dj their christmas party dude that's pretty cool i bet he wasn't 20 grand no it was like it was like six it was like maybe 6, yeah that's pretty good i think they had to provide food which maybe seven thousand after that but yeah <laughs> nobody out eat, nobody out eats the biz i i feel like the prankster, Frank Stallone, has sort of overshot his mark a bit with a, with a twenty grand quote. I realize it's a <laughs> holiday thing, but actually, I, I'll be honest. A, a buddy of mine sent me that link, and I didn't I didn't look at his quote, but I was picturing you know he was going to be like in the grand twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, area. or maybe maybe just he added one too many zeros. Like if 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 it was two hundred dollars. And a cab and cab fare, I c- I could see that. Yeah, totally. I could see that too. I actually had, and I was telling you this before we went on. I actually have a little experience with Frank Stallone. Who, I'll I'll make a caveat right now. I'll make an admission. I think the guy's awesome. The guy, oh, yeah. is, he's been around a long time. He's he's good at what he does. He totally is good. And uh, so, a long time ago, I responded to somebody's tweet that was about Frank Stallone, and for some reason he followed me on twitter and then we never interacted or anything i don't think he really does the twitter i think he's aware that he has one i don't think he's really operating it but at the same time i can't picture him having a lackey 
<laughs> yeah, he's not a guy who's hiring hiring somebody to write tweets for him. He doesn't have people, but eventually he, he's my only celebrity follow, and to this day is my only celebrity <laughs> interaction. Uh, he eventually he realized that he, I was bad for his look, and he unfollowed me. And normally that's not a big deal, but I just happened to notice that, hey, what happened to Frank Stallone? And I went and looked at his page, and maybe because I never followed him back, we never really had much interaction. You know, I, I should have let it go, but I didn't. I, I had to call him out, and he, he, <laughs> then he immediately followed me right back, only to add to the pain you, and unfollow me again a couple days later. You browbeat Rocky's brother or Rambo's brother into following you. I, mean, I, did. I totally did. And then he, <laughs> so then at some point he, he played a show near where I live in coastal Orange County. Okay. And I happened to be out that evening with my girlfriend and the bar he was playing at is uh, was on the same street that a buddy of mine lived at. He was like, hey, I'm going down there. I'm going to see Frank Stallone tonight. You got to come meet me. So I went, and uh, my girlfriend and I went. Listen, Kate. What's up, Kate? How you doing, girl? <laughs> I miss you. Uh, her and I, she and I went and met my buddy Jason. Frank played. I couldn't help but thinking, think that hey, this guy's been playing music for like 50 years, 40 years. Why does he look so uncomfortable? He was. He had a big Rolex on. He was double fist. Gift, gift from his brother. For sure. Oh, that's that's the first thing I thought. He also had like a bitchin' Les Paul and all all stuff. Yeah, Christmas gifts passed from uh, from his brother from Sly. Yeah, all all stuff purchased for him by his brother. <laughs> and and he the. He was not the, the greatest entertainer. He was kind of good. He's got some hits. I, I couldn't help but thinking as I watched the Frankster that, you know, he was a little sad. But also, I was, you know, sort of in awe of the guy. Like, here he is playing a bar. He's got in one hand a Chardonnay. In the other hand, he's got a vodka crayon. He's rocking. He's looking around. And I, I realized he's scoping the scene because he's looking for something to slay after the show. He's trying to take down your girl that night. He was. Yeah, he totally was. He was like, I, well, in her defense or in, in the crowd's defense, in Frank's, to honor Frank, my girlfriend was the youngest chick in there by like 20 years, maybe 25. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of – he's got the silver fox uh... – game down at yeah, this point. Yeah, there was definitely some OC Cougs looking to get sexed by Frank that night, and if I I don't even need to speak to him, I don't need any inside information, but I would imagine there's a 100% chance uh, he boned a local Orange County Cougar that night. So good for Frank. Well, yeah, good for Frank. And if you purchase his services to come to your house or your country club or your garage or backyard to play on New Year's Eve, I imagine that he will try to sex somebody there too. Or I hope so. Good. Yeah, even your wife. 
yeah, like go get it, Frank. Like do yeah. your thing. Maybe maybe he, that's in his writer because it says in the in the ad that you got to pay his twenty grand quote, but you also need to to give him all of his writer necessities. So if he if he needs a bowl of Sans Brown, well, yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, some M and M Sans Brown, some good Peruvian flake, some good champagne, and a, a, a roll in the hay with the old lady. I, I say you do that. Uh, here's another thing. Uh, I don't know if you've checked into this, Ed. We we need to hit on it real quick. Brittany Murphy, rest in peace. She died and she died in 2009 and her old man is pursuing a line of thinking that she was somehow murdered, poisoned to death. And I want to believe that's true more than anything. It isn't true. Uh, yes. But I, I I want it to be true. Do you not do you not want this to be some sort of murder plot against yes. Brittany Murphy? It's 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 one of those things that if she was in fact poisoned, it it's definitely sad. Yes. But at the same time, strangely comforting. It is because yeah. the death by poison thing was like an old timey spy movie thing, and I I'd like to see it have a comeback. I think you know, see, reading about gun deaths, it's just it's just kind of a bummer. But Boring. like, yeah, death by poison. Like yeah. I I think we might be turning the page on a new level of exciting crime again. Yeah, it looks like the Mossad took out Yasser Arafat that way we've just recently learned. <laughs> yeah. The old uh poisoned hummus trick. <laughs> but who knew Brittany Murphy on the uh on the hit list? The Brittany Murphy. And I I really want to believe this, but so I took to the internet to read a little bit about it today. And some some flawed theories floating around. Yeah. There. Well, first of all, her dad who it should be stated is named Angelo <laughs> is, is the one pushing this theory. And I'll just read you his quote. I got this from the Hollywood reporter. It says, I have a feeling that there was definitely a murder situation here. Only uh, dudes named Angelo reference it as a murder situation. Like I, I, I really can't buy into him now that he's called it a murder situation. And he says she was poisoned. I read a little bit more from the story, and it said she took medication for seizures um, and coped with other health issues. She was like 32. Uh, she also caught staff. Um, she had staff at the time of her death. So she was taking the antibi- antibiotic biaxin. She was also taking migraine pills, cough medicine, over-the-counter nasal spray, and the day she died, she added the antidepression drug fluoxetine, aka mm. Prozac, an anti-seizure drug Klonopin, an anti-inflammatory methylprednisolone, a beta blocker, Ooh. as well as vicoprofen to ease her pain from her period. So, <laughs> I, th- I my was, God, she was one of those. She was one of those, not. Nobody was was floored when she died. It was like, wow, she yeah. died, but like yeah. she wasn't looking healthy. Y- yes, at yeah. The time. I think I think her... it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't Corey Haim level of unsurprising, but it was not like <laughs> That's a big. True. That's true. It, it was not a shocker. I, sh- yes, she wasn't the picture of health. Although 
I kind of dug. I kind of dug what what look she was going for, but I I can't say that it was. Uh, right. I can't can't say it was a surprise. She was she was going for something there. I do think her dad might be onto something that she was poisoned because somebody gave her biaxin, migraine pills, <laughs> cough medicine, nasal spray. <laughs> Uh, fluoxetine, the period one, clonopin, methylprednisone, beta blockers, and vicoprofen. Like, yes, definitely nefarious forces that were at work. Yeah, I did like her sort of. I don't like. Is this wrong? What we're doing? She had like she was re- real overly skinny, and she had bad hair, and but she kind of had like a slutty hot thing going for yeah, her. The, I felt like her career. Dirty hot thing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that like scene where Eminem bangs her behind the dumpster in Eight Mile, like it kind of worked for. Her. Yeah, yeah, that does. And her husband, who miraculously died five months later, was just also the, didn't look healthy. He was just the greasiest <laughs> tub of shit you ever saw in your life. Just really like th- that gross kind of bald where he was going bald all over at the same time and <laughs> dyed hair. Yeah, like patchy sideburns. Yeah, I mean, he was yeah, rough. yeah. Uh, Acne scars. He was British, you know, like every he had everything bad going for him. Um, so what wasn't too much of a shock that he kicked. Although was hey, he did he was married to Brittany Murphy. Like he got he got slutty Brittany Murphy for a while. So good for him. Way to go, son. Yeah. More power to him. But I I power for long because he died. Yeah, he five months later. Yeah, <laughs> surprised he outlived her. But you know, maybe that- maybe somebody also gave him fluoxetine, colonopin, methylprednisolone, beta blockers, whole cocktail there. Um, I hey, let's take a break. Let's let's regroup here. Let's take a minute. Uh, get our thoughts together, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about this Jack Taylor kid because I really need to know. I need to be told. I need to talk it out. This is kind of like therapy. I need to figure out how I feel about Jack Taylor, his 138 points, his now 109 points, Grinnell College. I need to find out where Grinnell College is. This is important. I feel like you want to take bets, Ed? Do, do you know? Because yeah. I feel like it's East Coast. It's I, I got to think it's a flyover state. You, oh, really? You're, so you're saying like Ohio? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Ohio. My guess I'm gonna guess like upstate New York. I feel like it's east. I feel like it's like Rochester, the Cuse type of area. And when we come back, we're gonna solve this mystery. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Welcome back, Baller Lifestyle Podcast. I'm Brian Beckner, joined by the great Easy Ed Daily. Happy to have you guys. Happy that anyone's listening, all five of you. It doesn't matter. We're just here to have fun. Can you tell? Like, we're having so much fun. Like, Ed, are, this, are you feeling the fun? Like, It's a party. Yeah, it's, it's a party. pervasive. It's raging. Definitely. Definitely. I, had to, I had to reposition. As you know, I'm a, I'm a bachelor. I live – 
alone, but I have chill. I'm a divorced guy. I have children. So my children are here at my bachelor residence half the time. And so the audio was kind of bad that the bachelor pad has high ceilings Ed, mm. and the audio was very echoey from the first recording. Anybody that listened to the first episode, we had some echo issues. So I've relocated. I had to move and this is like ultimate bachelor sadness right here. I had to relocate all my kids Legos clear off a table because I determined that my kids room is the best acoustic <laughs> place to be doing this has the best acoustics. So I had to de Lego and hopefully it sounds better than it did the first time. Okay. Ed, we've determined, we took a look around Grinnell college, Jack Taylor, 109 points coming off of a 138 point game last season where I said New York, you said Ohio. I actually fed you Ohio, but you went with it. Ohio, New York. Where, in fact, is Grinnell College? Grinnell, Indiana. Grinnell, Indiana. Not a lot going on there. That yeah. th- that kind of plays into my decision here. Um, you know, I don't. That's kind of that's kind of what bugs me about this story is like I don't really want to know that there is a Grinnell College. Well. I think that this this story of him scoring 109 points uh, reminds the world of three things. I know, one, I know what you're going to say. One, there's such thing as Division Three Grinnell College. Right. Two, that they actually keep score in Division Three games. And three, that Jack Taylor is one of the biggest assholes in sports. And he had to remind us this year. Yeah, he is. He is. He's, he's, I mean, yeah. these poor guys in D3 ball, like they're doing it for the love of the game. Nobody's giving them a scholarship. And this asshole is playing keep away. Yeah. Like, congrats on being able to hit a three-pointer against Scrubs. He, he, also, his name's Jack Taylor. I feel like he would be played by Ted McGinley in the movie. Like, he's got an asshole's name. Like, Ted McGinley is Jack Taylor taking on the nerds. Yeah. You know, the only time I want to see a guy score that many points in Division Three is if it's Michael J. Fox playing a werewolf. Yeah. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, you'd kind of jump in the gun, but I, I knew the conversation would go that direction uh, yeah, because that's like, that's important. He, yeah, I, what's exciting about a guy named Jack Taylor taking all those shots? If he's a werewolf, I'll take it. Right. I feel like Division Three basketball, like all these guys probably played high school basketball, and I feel like there's infinitely fewer people at their Division Three games than attended their high school because they're all probably pretty good high school players. Right. And now they're playing to way fewer people, which I kind of think is the point. But I don't want to know about Grinnell College or Jack Taylor. I only have so much room in my brain, Ed, and I want to save it for important stuff like beer and porno. <laughs> like, yeah. like there's like now I have now I can't remember the label of a beer I bought recently because Jack Taylor and Grinnell College are in the way. Yeah, because he's an asshole. Yeah, he's a huge asshole. Uh, but on the other hand, I'm so I'm a big fan of civil di- disobedience. Like, they're kind of like, yeah, we're Division Three. Nobody gives a fuck about us. Nobody cares. No one comes to the games. We're in Indiana. It's freezing. By the way, quick aside, it's like 60 degrees or maybe even below that in Southern California. Wow. Um, it's really uncomfortable. I'm in a depression. It's dark at five o'clock times are tough times are tough around here 
Although I imagine it's it's really cold in Indiana at this point. Nobody's going to the game. No. You know, not it's even like their parents. The not pa- even their parents. No, definitely not. The guy shot something like 77 three-pointers or something. Uh, like, I might go to that. If I was going to Grinnell College, there's probably not too many babes there. You know, there's not there's not a lot of action on campus. I'd probably get drunk and go watch some white kid shoot 77 three-pointers. Would you? I I would, but I if I were his teammates, I'd probably quit. Like, yeah, who wants to play with that asshole? Yeah, I, it reminds me of Chubb standing <laughs> Chubb. there eating a sandwich on the floor, <laughs> watching Michael J. Fox. Yeah, just run a layup line. Scott Howard, Michael J. Fox in his tour de force as Scott Howard, running up and down the court, making layups, making everybody look bad, and the hey, the team's winning. But the guys aren't having fun. Yeah, sure. But, you know, the the one thing that I'll say, you know, the flip side of this, is the guys at Crossroads College have some fucking pride. Like, yeah. Yeah. if I'm on Crossroad and that guy goes north of 50, he's getting a flagrant two the next time he catches right. the ball. Yeah, just knocking down. Well, yeah. I get, yeah, I guess he didn't, he doesn't even run down on defense. He, they run like some kind of trap in the backcourt. And then when the guy gets by him, he just hangs out there. And then waits for them to take a shot, and there's either a rebound or a made basket, in which case they outlet it all the way down the court to Jack Taylor, who fires up a three every time. But you're implying he's alone. Like, don't you think the scouting report is like likes to shoot? The guy had 138 (laughs) last year. Yeah. Put a a guy on him and hack the shit out of him. Yeah, I can't. I don't feel like they there's a Scottie Pippen on that team. Like, hey, we gotta we gotta sag off Jack Taylor a little bit because. Chubb in the corner over here is going to put down the sandwich and take over. Yeah, I mean the only the only basketball players I hate more in D three are the guys at Crossroads College. I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah, those pussies. <laughs> Fuck them. Seriously, yeah, knock the guy down. Yeah, I like that. I I like Jack Taylor as a villain. Also, how come I can't remember anybody else that was on the Teen Wolf team besides Chubb? My I main man remember, Chubb. I can remember one. Okay. The, uh, one of the guys was one of the buddies in Camp Find Me Love. Is that true? <laughs> yes, it is. The the dude that Qu- the... Quinton from uh, from Camp Find Me Love no, it's... Was, was one of the guys talking to Chubb on the side. Is is he the one that went on to a career in porno? Or that no, that was one of the chicks from Camp Find Me Love. Oh, oh yes, yes, you're right. Uh, that was uh, I can't remember. Porno career. Also, Michael J. Fox. I know he's Canadian. I know he's wee. He's like 5'3 or something. He's very little. Yes. Terrible basketball player. Like, he, and I don't, I feel like that was shot before Back to the Future. So I don't even know how he got the job. I know he was on a sitcom. Well, he was, he was a rising star. But yeah, he was the starting point guard for that team and he could barely dribble. Yeah, he had to look at the ball. He had to watch his hand and and the ball as he dribbled down he had to look down and his head bobbed up and down yeah and then he when he you know at the at the penultimate moment of the movie he had to shoot free throws to win the game and he wasn't going to do it as the wolf he didn't play as the wolf they played as a team this is the moral it was the 80s and he was all sweaty and then he had to shoot free throws to win the game and he there were jump shots jump shots yeah Fully leaving his feet for the for the free throws. Also, and and then his his enemy Mick McAllister. Yeah, Mick. I was going to say Nick. Yeah, Mick. Mick 
who didn't look like a Mick. I, Mick was Italian. I mean, that was not even, he, he wasn't even black Irish. I mean, that, there was no Mick about Mick. Also, he looked like he just got out of the joint. He was about 31. Yeah. He played for the Dragons, and he was allowed to stand directly under the basket while Michael J. Fox, Scott Howard, shot his jump shot free throws. Did we Have we gotten to the bottom yeah. of that? I feel like they yeah, played fast middle, and loose. Even a middle school referee would not let somebody stand under the basket like that. Like, that's just, that's ref 101. But maybe they were worried they were going to get shanked, like Mick had already done time. Yeah, but what, why, didn't, why didn't Coach Finstock, like, protest oh to God. the refs? Coach Finstock. <laughs> you know too many details. <laughs> Good questions. All, all a, a, a much bigger theme here. We might have to do an entire Teen Wolf podcast at some point. I feel like the Karate Kid's been done to death, although there's a lot of points to be made about that movie as well. Plenty. Teen Wolf, we could do. You know, I never saw Teen Wolf 2. Uh, the Jason it, Bateman vehicle. Oh, I saw it. I saw it on my birthday. <laughs> it was It was the saddest birthday of my life. It's, I'm crying right now. And Teen Wolf 2, T-O-O. Yeah, T-O-O, yeah. He, he was Horrible. his cousin. Horrible. And and it was a college boxing movie. I remember. Got, there were big crowds at a college <laughs> boxing match. And Chubb, I mean, how about this for a two-sport athlete? High school basketball player, college boxer. <laughs> I, I mean, he was fat. I feel like he'd be punched out right away. Oh, well, no. He, yeah, he held his he, own. He was, one of, he was inspired. Might have to. I might have to check. Put that in my Netflix queue. I'm sure it's available. I, I bet you don't want to do that. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I got. I got a lot of other things on my plate at this point. <laughs> uh, okay, Bill. There's a Bills fan. Next topic. Bills fan f- falls from the. Well, he was trying to do an ass slide. If you haven't seen the video, go watch it. It's all over the internet. Some Bills fan was at the game. I don't know who they were playing. I feel like they play the Dolphins every week. Or the Jets. One or the other. Yeah, they're always either playing the Dolphins or the Jets. There's like some teams in certain sports that only play each other. Yes. Like the Cubs and Braves play every week. They play like (laughs) out of 162 games, 118 of them are against each other. Why is that? No, I don't know. I, I, and I've never, ever cared to watch an AFC East game in my life. No, no. And, you know, AFC East fans might be the worst fans. They think, like Jets fans think that the Jets are the number one topic in sports all the time. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they always want to talk Jets and they feel like people really want, are, oh, what's going on with the Jets? Everybody's talking. No one's talking about the Jets. I never heard anybody talk about the Jets ever. Yeah, well, I live I live in the New York area, so I hear you know peripheral, but ultimately it's about the sideshow of the Jets. It's never about the team, Nobody right? Cares. Right. That's well. That's yeah. See, here we are talking about the Jets. Yeah, this guy. If you haven't seen the video, go watch it. He slid down ass first down a handrail from the top deck. Thought he was cool. Thought he, thought he was auditioning for Jackass because he was a Jackass. At, then he fell, unfortunately not to his death, to the section below, landing and injuring some other dude. Um, and it turns out that he's since been banned from Ralph Wilson Stadium. I feel like that's not a punishment. <laughs> like, you can't go to Bill's games. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it, after after Thurman Thomas and Jim Kelly left, it hasn't been a really a house of happy uh, happy things. Yeah, at, at one point they went to like twenty eight Super Bowls in a row, lost every single one of them. <laughs> Bless their little hearts. They kind of almost would have won one, but a guy missed a field goal, and it's you know no one wants no one wants to go to that. No one's interested in the Bills, and, and I'm just really annoyed. I feel like this. I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. Yeah. Drunk people falling from high heights at sporting events. I, I like I like having a few beers at the game. Yeah. And some, sometimes I, I like having a few too many beers at right. the game. Right. But in the history of, of time, I don't think anybody gives a shit about the drunken antics of someone that's not you or your buddies. Like, I don't I don't want these assholes sliding on top of me and like there's just always too many guys that are so proud of themselves for being drunk and like nobody cares. It's yeah, like showing yeah. somebody a picture of your kids. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. I I, I would agree with that. I uh, I've never been that drunk. Like I've been I've gotten wasted. Like you know I'm a little yeah. older now, but there was a time in my life I used to like to tie one on. But I I, I at my drunkest I don't think I could have ever fallen uh, out of a, my seat. No. Yeah, that's that's a that's a different level of asshole. Yeah, I agree. Um this from the story, I think it says he lost his job or the, the statement from the team, this irresponsible behavior that occurred at yesterday's game by the fan who fell from the upper deck is a violation of our fan code of conduct and cannot and will not be tolerated. This individual will not be permitted back into Ralph Wilson Stadium. The vast majority of our fans who attended Bills home games at the stadium do so in a responsible manner blah 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 here's the thing how how do they keep like do they hang a sign yeah, do not do not let this guy who is probably some doughy asshole in a in a bill in a bill sweatshirt don't let him in the game yeah my my dad got banned from disneyland when he was like 18 and that's what, always what's he doing he was wasted he was drunk and i don't he oh you know what i think he like climbed in he climbed into like a display or he was on a ride and he tried to steal like cinderella's crown or something and disney you know disney's got cops disney cops were on him they put him in disney jail and they sent him away and to this day you know he's in his late 50s now and he's like oh no i can't go i can't i can't go to disneyland which i wish i had that excuse do you think he was just he made up that whole story so he didn't have to take you to Disney? Could be. I no, I feel like he's I feel like it really happened. But he's he's just gone with that like hey, here's some old man, you know, like do they have I don't think they had retinal scanning technology in the 70s when he was originally banned <laughs> yeah. from Disneyland. I feel like they wouldn't notice him and I feel like this guy, whatever the guy's name is who fell out of his seat at the Bills game, I feel like he could go to the game this week and no one would know the difference. Yeah. I mean, how many people are in the stadium? 75,000? Yeah. How are they going to? I mean, at a Bills game, maybe 50. Well, uh, there's nothing to do in Buffalo, so they probably go to the games. But, yeah. But a lifetime ban from Bills games, I mean, that's only going to last about two years anyway because aren't they moving to Toronto? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're trying to leverage their position or they're trying to leverage Toronto into buying them a new stadium. And so then when they get a new stadium, does that mean that he's allowed in that one? I need more details on this. And I feel like the guy that he fell on 
should be allowed three wide open direct kicks to this guy's nuts. Yeah. 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 He should be able to, uh, he should be able to line up and, uh, get a running start. Yeah. Right. To, right. To the stones. I smell radio promotion. Hey, whatever the rock station is in Buffalo, they're, they're probably all classic rock stations. It's put like all <laughs> Boston all the time there. Yeah. Let's go. After that song by Boston, let's play another song by Boston. Uh, I feel like they there's a promotion there. You get two like scrub defensive linemen to hold the the offender in position. They 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 straddle him. They hold him by one arm and one leg each. And the injured party gets three, not four, not two, three direct kicks to this guy's nuts. I feel like they could raise some money for charity with this. What do you think? I'm I'm all on board. And you got to think the only radio promotions they have up there are like free buffalo wings. You know, just <laughs> boring shit. I mean, I've I've never been up there, but I don't have high hopes. Yeah, they're pretty proud of the, like I like a good wing. I like buffalo wings, but they're yeah. pretty proud of them. Like they're really holding on to that. That's their thing. That's what they have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone's got it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure <laughs> we're good. It's not so much like a regional thing. It's every sports bar in the country. Yeah, has wings. I, yeah, I would agree with that. And I, 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 I'm sure that buffaloes are the best, but it's not like a real complicated make. Right. Right. It's. I mean, ultimately, it's something that people uh, eat when they're drinking lots of beer. Yeah. So, yeah. How great is it? Yeah. Exactly. I'm. I'm one of those people. I do that. Yeah. All right. Buffalo fan, Jack Taylor, New Hampshire criminal. You want to talk about this, Ed? I do. I do. Uh, So a New Hampshire ABC affiliate posted a picture last week of Nicholas Edmund, a.k.a. the Sin Demon, on their feed. Sin Demon. He should be in prison for that. See ya. (laughs) Saying he was New Hampshire's most wanted, which, you know. What is it? That's like saying the biggest badass in one direction. Like yeah. What, yeah. What is New Hampshire's most wanted? And he was also wanted in Maine, which makes him the scariest guy to ever go through those two states. Like, who who knew there were criminals? For there? sure. I feel like he, like, squirrel hunted without a license. Yeah. Or, I, you know, I feel like there's some sort of parking infraction caused this. Like, he, yeah. the most wanted in New Hampshire. Yeah. And se- several people commented on the post. A lot of them were chastising the heavily tatted Edmund. Finally, one guy came to Edmund's defense. The sin demon himself, Nicholas Edmund. (laughs) (laughs) He started fighting with other people in the comments section on Facebook, which uh, begs the question, who's following New Hampshire ABC affiliate Facebook feed? But so Yeah, unless you're accused of a crime in New Hampshire. Yeah, so the sin demon... Starts, you know, fighting with people, and they're like, you're going to get caught, asshole. He says, despite his claims that he was hundreds of miles away, police found him nearby and quickly arrested him. That's the best. I love that the, like, he's wanted in one place. Right. And I don't feel like he has, judging by his face tattoos, he he has some sort of. The the giant devil horns tattooed to his head. Some sort of neck tattoo that's, is that a noose or like an ugly beard? Yeah, it looked it looked like a goatee. I don't have a picture of it in front of me, but it looked like he had 
a tattooed on goatee of some sort. Now, I imagine there's not a ton of those guys walking around New Hampshire. I just imagine like a, guy, a lot of guys looking like Bob Newhart wearing flannel shirts. Yeah, that, that's what I would picture. And I feel like the most wanted guy in New Hampshire could probably live out the rest of his life pretty comfortably in Vermont. Like, you wouldn't have to go. They're not going to really come looking for you too hard. Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't want to hide out with your face tattoos and comment on the Facebook page <laughs> about yourself Cindy, as Sin Demon in the place that you're wanted. Like, they, like you could probably even stay in, like, another county. Is there more than one county in New Hampshire, you think? I'm going to guess no. You could probably hang out in another municipality, another yeah, village. Another street. Yeah, yeah. And and no one's really ever going to find you unless you really go and show yourself where you're easy to be found. And apparently he doesn't know about IP addresses. Well, I mean, judging from all the face and head and neck tattoos, like he's ne- he does not seem like a sound decision maker. I wonder, he- I wonder if he couldn't leave because his corporate law practice would suffer like that like his junior partners weren't ready to take over and he's like look yeah i'm wanted i'm the most wanted guy in new hampshire but i owe it to the firm i owe it to the firm to stay here and see through the collins case i said i would i'm due to be in court yeah first and foremost yeah yeah i'm sin demon but that's me on the weekend first and foremost i'm just mr edmund right i'm the Days. Litigator. Sin, I'm a Sin litigator. My, my party uh, alter ego. And I like I like one one aspect of the story. Uh, one of those like updates at the bottom of the story. When the police arrived at his place, he did not respond when they knocked. He went with the "if I ignore them, they'll go away" defense. They just took the batter one battering ram later, and Sin Demon is now staying at the Gray Bar Hotel. Yeah, it's yeah. that's that's that stoner drug addict logic where they're like, dude. Yeah. If you don't open the door, they can't come in, man. Get yeah. that. Just, hey, just sh- 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 shut up, man. Just if you don't open the door, they can't come in. So just shut the fuck up, okay? Just be quiet. They can't come in. Next, next thing you know, you're sprawled out. Maple syrups everywhere. It gets ugly. <laughs> yeah, they like Mr. Demon. Mr. Demon, will you please open the door? Or to Edmonds, like you know, they're so. It must have been a, a hilarious exchange. Yeah, well, one one less criminal off the streets. You know, I don't. I'm concerned that he won't be able to find gainful employment once he gets out with yeah. his sin demon alter ego and, of course, <laughs> multiple face tattoos. Yeah, the the devil horns tend to scare off. I I can't imagine he's real marriage material either. Yeah, that's a good. Well, I'm. I mean, Richard uh. Ramirez got married in the joint. <laughs> That's true. I think, as did both Menendez brothers, as far as I know. Really? Yeah, I believe. I I know at least one of them has found love, but I think both. Can't imagine the mother and father-in-laws are feeling sleeping easy at night. No, no. (laughs) I feel like there's been a disownment. I feel like there was a pre-disownment. Like you don't, you don't go, you don't find jailhouse love if you were well-parented. Is my guess. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, well, thoughts and prayers to Sin Demon. We'll have to follow his case. Uh, hopefully he gets out before too long. He seems like a represent himself kind of guy in trial. Oh, I for sure. Guess. Yeah, that might be good. <laughs> that would make a nice uh, court TV. He, yeah, he has he has a lot, a lot of thoughts on the law. He's probably been incarcerated more than a couple times, so he, he knows his way around a 
filing yeah. a motion and raising an objection. So I yeah. know my rights. I know my rights. I know my rights. Yeah. Yeah. It's always a real stupid stoned idiots that think they know their rights and they, they don't have any and they don't know them. He doesn't know. Not only does he not know his rights, he doesn't know anything. Right. Yeah. He know. Yeah. He knows. He knows that he's Sin Demon and he's there to defend Sin Demon. <laughs> okay. Let's let's talk about this. You, Ed, we're about the same age. As a kid, I know you were a big fan of the world's tallest man, Ralph Wadlow, as was I. Yeah, I mean, every, and everybody loved the Fat Motorcycle Twins. Yeah, the Fat Motorcycle Twins. I mean, there were some legit stars. The Indian guy with the long fingernails. I think the yeah. Indian guy with the long fingernails was also the Indian guy with long hair. Yeah, yeah I think he, yeah, he might have double-dipped. Indians big into breaking records. Sure. They're they're big into Guinness and it was just Guinness World Records Day like a couple days ago. Mm. I don't know why they have a day, but apparently that's the day where the record breakers get out there and try to break records. I'll just read to you from the story and then we can discuss if records were made to be broken, then certainly the best day to break them should be Guinness World Records Day. I feel like that's a Hallmark holiday. <laughs> I don't feel like that's that's sanctioned by any governing body. Uh, now, yeah. now in its ninth year, Guinness World's Re- World Records Day. See, I'm just going to go with GWRD because that's too hard to say. Yeah, is a day when folks all over the globe are encouraged to dig deep within themselves. Wow. And find the inner fortitude to go where no human has gone before, including Scott Weiner of Brooklyn, New York, who got official confirmation that his collection of 595 pizza boxes from 45 countries is indeed the world's largest pizza box collection. Wow. Scott, hold on. Give it. Yeah. Great job, Scott. Your Scotty. life's work. Meaningful life's work. You... Sin Demon, you guys are doing big. The guy who fell from a high height at Ralph Wilson Stadium, you guys are all doing the Lord's work. Um, Quite possibly the biggest loser in the world, 595 pizza boxes. That means you have to like put them in your luggage. Like, hey, I'm going to order a pizza. And who gets a pizza in like the Congo? Um, yeah, what, what's his, uh, his, his apartment or basement with mom? It must be the worst smelling place. Like, there's usually like some extra oh, yeah. cheese and stuff that melts. I mean, you know, he wasn't like cleaning that diligently. At the very oh. least, there's some grease in there. He's he's not getting out the Clorox. He he's not getting out a a a, a four oh nine. What are those? An SOS pad. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. He's not. He doesn't have the steel wool out. You know who Scott Weiner was? He was that guy in like fifth grade that sent the. Uh, the uh, chain letter and said, "Hey, we can be in the Guinness Book World Records if you, you know, respond to this." And uh, I, I don't know one person that didn't ignore it. Right. But he he was that guy just trying. He he probably was trying to come up with an angle for like you know, uh, twenty years. Yeah. He was the hold hold his breath the longest guy. He just wanted badly to be in there. Yeah, I feel like hold your breath the longest is like there's a lot of people attempting like real easy shit. Like no one's doing the most push-ups. No. Because that's hard. (laughs) And I meant to talk about this on on the radio last week and so I'm glad you brought it to my attention. One of the records, this guy in Japan, Kenichi Ito, 
cool household, household name. I mean, I, yeah. not that I have to tell you guys this. He set the world record for fastest 100-meter run on all fours. Uh, well, first of all, 16.87 seconds. That's pretty fast. I'll, I'll it, give him that. That's pretty it, quick. Solid. Solid time. That's a solid 100 meters. I mean, it's only, it's only twice Usain Bolt's time approximately and he's he's using four limbs Usain Bolt's only using two right uh, although I wonder if Kanichi Ito is using you know some other things that Usain oh. Bolt might be using but it like how do you get good at running a hundred meters on all fours and and if there were no Gin- if Guinness didn't recognize this stupid stupid record then no one would be run, trying to run fast on all fours. Do you agree? Agreed. I, and maybe sadder than that guy is who? who is the person holding the stopwatch? There's there's somebody cheering him on. His wife's and like, significant yeah. other. I mean, should should somebody like that have a significant other? No, absolutely no. not. It is Japan, though. Things are weird there. Uh, also, in the picture... He's not out there running on the track by himself. There's other – he's racing against other people. That means that there's like second, third, fourth, and fifth best all fours runners who re- – I mean they're not getting in the book. And he's wearing he's wearing some – he looks like he's dressed like a mime almost with those gloves. That's, that's yeah. sad. He, he should it's be seen. He should, he should definitely not be heard from. Uh, some I'm just looking at the Huffington Post highlights. Um, some Australian loser, Bogan, Stop swallowing water, swallowed swords <laughs> underwater. Like, so he couldn't get. Somebody must have swallowed more swords or longer swords. Yeah, I imagine this guy swallowed a few swords in his day. You know what I'm saying, Ed? You feel me on that? You with me? <laughs> Big shocker. He's got. He's got these very creepy pierced nipples yeah, and yeah. A, a tramp stamp on his lower abdomen. He, it looks like he has some sort of apparatus to keep his neck straight while he sword swallows, which <laughs> you need something like that. I feel like he was like, he was like the second place runner in the all fours competition where he's like, I, I'm just never going to be able to beat the great Sordini. I need to I'm, find I'm going to the way. pool. I'm going to the pool. Yeah, yeah. I'm going underwater for this. I'm go- I'm going down below. Uh, longest basketball shots, most consecutive handsprings by a male. I feel like one. Like no male has ever. That's a that's a that's woman's right. thing, right? I think I think you become female after the second handspring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you suck up within at some point. Most upright bottles walked across. Yeah, come on. This this is. I mean. Uh... It's I, terrible. I do like that the guy wore a suit for that. I feel like he would need like an athletic gear, but this guy's like, no, I'm getting in the book. I want to look good because I'm going to get in the book. <laughs> Largest gathering of people dressed as penguins. I feel like that would be a good place for a tomahawk missile strike. <laughs> Most hula hoops spun simultaneously by a team. So there's probably individual and team. Right. Uh, there, there's, I'm sure there's more, but I was too lazy to go research. They're all stupid, and I feel like we've had – we need – I feel like Guinness needs to consult with us. Yeah. And, and yeah, we, just we a, need a, a simple yay or nay. Yeah. Is this real or not? Yes. No. Fattest guy. Yes. Yes. Tallest Fattest guy. Fuck. For sure. 
Fattest Show, twins. Fattest twins on mopeds. Definitely. Absolutely. I need the I need the tallest guy and the shortest woman because I feel like there's a good chance that we'd get them together to take a picture and then they'd fall in love and get married. Absolutely. So we need that. Tallest guy, shortest woman, uh, you know, biggest breasts, natural. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Sure. Memories. Yeah, like mostly like freakish things. I, you know, I don't care that you you're a good sword swallower. Like that's not. Like, I don't. I don't care that's, that you. That's the section of you porn I stay away from. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's. I never. I, I'm never accidentally clicking on anything over there. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, Ed. I feel like we hit our topics. I feel like we've run our course here. We've given these guys tons of tremendous entertainment. I appreciate everybody listening. We're gonna, I've said this before, we're gonna attempt to do this once a week. We're gonna try to be funny and interesting and talk about offbeat topics. Follow us on Twitter, give us feedback, send us interesting things. I'd also like to, and I'm too stupid to do this, but eventually, I'd like to set up a voicemail and kind of make it interactive where we could play, people could call in, we could play their calls and make fun of them. I I feel like I need a little more technical knowledge, but we'll get there. I'm open to ideas. I'm open to doing different stuff. I'm sure at some point we'll have some guests. Not you. Who, you listening right now that wants to come on, that think you should be a guest. You're not interesting. You're not. I don't care. No offense. This is for everybody. I don't want you on the show. Although, if Sindeem is, is listening, you're in, buddy. Dude, Sindeem in Jailhouse Interview. Oh, from the pokey. Yeah, how I feel like you could get on a train. I don't feel like you're not too far away. <laughs> from New Hampshire? Yeah, how, what is that? A few hours? I'm going to say it's 7 million miles from here. I've, <laughs> no clue. I, I have to take you at your word. Okay. If it were a train re- train ride, I feel like you could go with your iPhone. Oh, speaking of iPhones, Ed, not to keep it going, not to digress. This okay. morning, brushing the old teeth getting ready for work Uh-oh. get you know i'm i'm not like the like mr ocd or anything but i like to keep things clean i don't you know i'm not i don't like things to get i have a cleaning lady she comes every couple weeks and but in the interim i don't like things to get too gross around here so I, you know i keep things pretty tidy okay. this morning brushing my teeth notice i get a little water on the counter Grab the hand towel, wipe the counter, iPhone becomes a projectile, lands on the floor. We're in a cracked screen situation, Ed. Oh, it's it's tough. And you try to make it work and it cuts up your fingers. Yeah. It's, it's a bad scene. You been there? You been you been to crack screen land? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah off, often, I've had it happen to me twice and both times it was getting out of the car and it like fell out of my pocket yeah yeah sad time yeah it's a it's a and first it happens in slow motion too yeah yeah so i'm like at like i can i'm at the point where i could get a new phone but that feels very daunting and there's also tons of shady places that you can go that will put yeah. a new screen on there so i might i right. might i'm that's something that i gotta think about and it's it's weighing heavily on me so thoughts and prayers to me Sure. You and Sin Demon are in my thoughts and prayers. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. That's it. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast, theballerlifestyle.com. Look for our blog posts. Catch our next podcast. Comment, interact, be friendly. 
you know, we want to be friends with you. We want to, we want to do this more. We want to be a, a destination for you. So come check us out. I'm Brian Beckner for Easy Ed Daily. This is the Baller Lifestyle. See you later. Bye.